Hey, I'm Adrienne Curry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. And I'm joined, as always, by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and has just removed a glove and has slapped his boner across the face with it, challenging it to a duel. That's What's Jeff up? Clark. What's up, y'all? I can't hear anything. <laughs> my, my, my headphones just went to shit, so I thought that I timed it right, but I think I stepped on you, brother. I'm little sorry. Bit. You almost missed. You almost had it. And beaming to us from Earth 2... A man whose boogers eat him, Shuddy Boy. Yo. So I see you've immediately unveiled your Roscoe's chicken and waffle shirt. I did. I don't know why. Because it's a cool shirt, and it's Roscoe's, the best chicken and waffles. So I'm guessing you ordered that I off thought the you internet because it's be been... more hype than that about this. I mean... We're all on the record of of being big fans of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, uh, but it's been a long ass time since you've been in L.A. and an even longer time since we've gone to Roscoe's. I this was not ordered from. I found this was Walmart is selling Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles T-shirts. Man, Fucking I bought this. Hopefully, off, they're cutting Roscoe in on that. I know. <laughs> I bought this at Walmart off the rack. Yeah, Walmart pretending to know what Roscoe's is. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so was anybody in Quakertown, Pennsylvania, other than me, is going to see that shirt and be like, oh, I love Roscoe's. I feel like Ludacris did his part to make it famous. Wasn't Luda repping Roscoe's back in the day, like 15 years ago? I feel like that was Snoop. It was definitely I mean, Snoop. Well, I feel like Snoop. Uh, maybe both of them. I mean, who doesn't love Roscoe's? I feel like That's multiple true. people can rep it. And Luda probably moved out here 15, 15 years ago. So that feels about right. Probably even earlier. I, he did have an album called Chicken and Waffles, right? I'm not making that up. Okay, then that's probably what you're talking about then. Yeah, maybe it, wasn't, maybe it wasn't specifically Roscoe's. Right. Mm, now I got to look it up. Uh, oh, chicken and not- beer. Chicken and beer. I was gonna say, if it's not the Fast and the Furious movies, I am I'm not that familiar with Ludacris's catalog. How dare you? Good, great performer. Let me let me tell you. I'm sure you've heard that before, but I'm not someone who actually really enjoyed Ludacris's music growing up. But he puts on an awesome performance. He really does. It's a lot of fun. So take that for what you will. And a lot of his songs are famous. I thought I didn't know exactly why you were talking about Roscoe's because I was dealing with an audio issue and I was going through all my different programs. I didn't see your shirt unveiling, but that did spark something that I got to tell Kevin because it's important. It's only for us, though, Shuddy, just in the sense. Sorry. It's not information. It's just not information that you could benefit from. But there's a really famous fried chicken place in downtown L.A. Hollywood area called Howlin' Ray's. Um, I, Kevin, I'm assuming you've heard of it. No, no. Howlin' Ray is super famous. It's 
all like the food insider, like social media accounts have been there. And it's known for having just like a two or three hour long line when they open up. It's fucking, it's crazy. My uh, Puminati Lindsay and her, and her dude, uh, fiance now shout out to her. Oh damn. Congratulations. Yeah. They, uh, they went to hell and raise like, I don't know, a year or so ago, a long time ago before the pandemic. And we're saying that, dude, it's fucking sick. You need to get it on snack attack. Like it's, it's epic. They said it, it is worth all the hype. However, because of the pandemic, they're not doing that shit anymore. So they were never on Postmates. Now they're on Postmates. You should look into it, Kevin, because you could probably get it delivered by you. Howling it? Rays, it's called. Howling Raisins? Yep. Howling Rays. So H-O-W-L-I-N Rays. R-A-Y-S. All one word. Howlin' no. Rays. <laughs> How, howlin', yeah, howlin Nashville Rays. Hot Chicken in L.A. All right. Yep. I got that bookmarked. Paul, I'm going to check it out. Paul said it's... Yeah, because Paul never tried it before. They went to Postmates, and he's like, it's worth the hype. It, it, they're not fucking around over there. Fuck yeah. Like, All right, man. So Well, as we are about to uh, nail shut this fucking porta potty of a year... This is our, our final episode of 2020. Uh, Shuddy Boy. Shuddy Boy's a year older. Happy birthday, Shuddy. Thank you. This time next year, I'll be 40. Well, I wouldn't broadcast that. But that's, all a, right. that's a fun cool. thought. No, it's a terrible thought. I opened my birthday present from my sister on Christmas Day, and that's exactly what she said in the card. Just think, this time next year, you'll be 40. She should she should call you an almost four year forty year old. That's what we're gonna say to you. Oh, yeah. Shuddy, the almost forty year old. So the Christmas was a little weird this year. Uh, I pretty much just no, sat home cool. and um, I oh. I zoomed. I zoomed with the family. We did an early one to just like open some presents and stuff. My mom got me uh, the Batman movies on four K, so I can watch them on my PS Five. Got me uh, this this comic that I've been wanting to check out. Got the the big hardcover collection, and then we hopped on and did the fifteen person Zoom, which is always a clusterfuck. I the, did see the, your mom changed her profile picture or her cover photo to everybody on the Zoom on on Facebook. Oh, man, you really are almost forty. You're still going on Facebook. <laughs> Fucking old man, shuddy. <laughs> He saw Cheech's post before I. I didn't even yeah, know Cheech real. posted a Facebook. YouTube fucking old farts hanging out on Facebook. Well, how else am I going to get updates on my Bridge Club? I got to. I got to <laughs> check in with my uh, fellow Murder She Wrote fans. <laughs> Dude, I want to invite me to that club. But uh, hang out the Murder She Wrote clan. The the. The reason we did an earlier Zoom is because our, our huge family Zooms are usually monopolized by my grandpa, who's in a nursing home, asking who that is. There's 15 people, and he goes, um, who is that? And we're like, oh, fuck, here we go again. We don't know. There's 15 people. We don't know who you're looking at. Got to be more specific. <laughs> How many to the right is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he'll do that. He'll be like, um, who is that on the top left? And we're like, it's different for everybody. We don't know. <laughs> he's he's playing like Battlefield. Uh, yeah. C forty three. Guess who? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Does your person have a big nose? <laughs> flip, 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 flip. <laughs> Who's the guy with the, the gay-ass Bruce Springsteen guitar hat on? Are you Tom? <laughs> How am I related to you? <laughs> and then we did uh, another Zoom later on at night with just a, a handful of us doing some quiplash. So that was pretty sweet. And then the, the rest of it, I just watched a fuckload of Christmas movies. You know, I rewatched some classics. I, watched, I rewatched Home Alone again. Of course, I had to watch Die Hard and Christmas Vacation, The Goat. And I threw in one. Uh, I feel like everybody's seen, but it just somehow never came on in my household growing up. Nobody ever really seemed to give a fuck about it. So I just watched It's a Wonderful Life for the first time, which I don't know if you guys have ever seen. Cheech has a hot take. Too many it's times. Not a, he says he doesn't think it should be a Christmas movie. I was actually going to bring that up. Because, like, I put it on, and it starts... <clears throat> okay, first off, it's super fucking weird when the angels are talking, and they're just, like, blinking galaxies. It's like, oh, my God, this is, like, an early sci-fi movie. They're getting all, like, fucking cosmic and shit. And then it's kids, you know, riding sleds and stuff. And, all right, that's that's Christmassy, some, some wintertime fun. And then it's just... Like banking and a bunch of 40-year-olds pretending they're in high school. Like dancing and shit and <laughs> doing the fucking Charleston and the cross-leg thing. <laughs> and then it's just like, it, it's like... It's just a drama. There's really no Christmas until the very end. It's, I, I mean, I'm not trying to revoke its Christmas movie status, but if... It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie, then Die Hard is for sure a Christmas movie. The dir- I just saw a headline that the director just confirmed that it is a Christmas movie. It's a Wonderful Despite Life? What... That motherfucker must be old. No, no, yeah, Die Capra? Hard. Sorry, Die Hard. Frank Capra's dead. Oh. Yeah, I kind of figured. He probably died is that in who directed... 19 Dickety 2. Is that... is that who directed uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Yes, and many, many Damn. other things. Damn it, I'm good. But I mean, it, it's it ended strong. But uh, I don't know. It's a Wonderful Life is a little boring in in the the first half. Yeah, I mean, it's all in My black and white. So that's made lame. me watch it constantly at Christmas time. I do not. I have not seen it in a long time, specifically for that reason. Um, People were violent back in the day too. Like Jimmy Stewart's like. Oh yeah, you, you son of a bitch! I'm gonna, I'm gonna choke you. I'm just gonna <laughs> choke you right to death. That is that. That's an impression. That's a good Jimmy Stewart, man. Is it? Yeah, you should talk like that for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I thought it was good. Well, would you like to see if if Jeff Clark's gonna suck a dick? <laughs> put a penis in his mouth. Can you can you believe it? That's wild. I don't. know. wonderful. It was it was a very silly movie, and then they fucking that like he gets married to his chick, and they move into like an abandoned Adams family house. What the hell is going on in this damn movie? Some weird shit. Yeah, America was rough back then. So you're saying you're not surprised that it was a critical failure when it was released? Well, critical. I don't know. I can't I can't speak to the people of the '40s. I feel like they were very easy to entertain back in the day. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes in 1940 was probably super easy yeah. to ace. <laughs> it was a failure. It only gained popularity when it entered the public domain and was on the TV constantly. No shit. 
Oh, was it about William Randolph Hearst or something? Was yeah, he they, the guy who just... it up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking mank manked it up. <laughs> so how was your guys' uh Christmas? It was good. It was good. Slash birthday uh, for Shuddy. Uh I also yeah, watched Die 40. Hard. Um We got Brad and Oculus Quest for Whoa. Christmas. Uh, so, so he's I gonna be watching some, tons of porn. Spent some time playing that. What are your thoughts? Uh, I've always been tempted by the thought of VR. I just don't want to. All right. So the only thing I've played since he's gotten it has been Beat Saber. Oh, that's actually, gross. why? <laughs> and I've been beating my saber nonstop. <laughs> um, playing that reminded me of that new year's weekend at your house when i got guitar hero and it was just like the most insane fun that we could have had man that was that was a great memory i remember that i don't think any of us even know knew what guitar hero was we just walked into the byram hollywood video right yeah they what was what the fuck was the video game section called it was like game zone or something like that but they had a demo of it and we all crazy yeah, game crazy. We all checked it out, and it was like, holy shit, this is so fucking cool. And Shuddy, like, we're all just like looking at it, like, oh, this is this is rich rich folk shit here. You got to get peripherals and stuff. And Shuddy's like, I'll take it, <laughs> and just played the fuck out of that game. So you're saying this brought back, you know, early Guitar Hero vibes for you? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, is it exercisey at all? Because you're 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 yes, using like lightsabers to like hit stuff and keep time. So you're constantly waving your arms around. It is exercise I've, you do work up a sweat doing it, man. Um, I do want to get it. It's, I've, it's, I've had enough, much enough fun with it that I'm de- kind of debating about getting one or getting the PlayStation VR to play it. But, Oh shit. Just for that one game. That is a hell of a lot of an investment. <laughs> i've um, never even looked at the oculus stuff because like i always figured i don't know i feel like vr is is close it's close to being like almost as dope as you would want it to be outside of just being indistinguishable from from real life which is probably still very far away but i didn't get it when it was on the ps4 but i was thinking now that you know ps5 is out maybe uh that generational gap will be enough to make it that much cooler when they do put one out on PS5 but um i don't know i'm i'm also in that thing where i'm i'm gun shy to as people on youtube can see my apartment very cluttered um and i've actually reached a point now where i know i'm not a true hoarder because i'm just like i don't want to further clutterify clutterify my place i don't need more video game fucking peripherals just, you're also organized like your shit is all neat like that that right there even though you have a lot of shit it's neat and it's organized i would never have even entertained the thought of you being a hoarder agreed really like I look around this, hoarder, this stuff and i'm like i'm a little ashamed of this so like here I, I, can, I can take my camera off now too like that shelf those are some busy shelves there's fucking pictures movies little figurines placed all over the place they're busy but it, again it's organized you don't have 10 year old newspapers or 
old food garbage stacked around. You're not well, that's true. hoarding, you're collecting. There's, it's a fine line, but I you're know. on the right side of it. I've like, hit a couple half-eaten cookies in those shelves before the pandemic. Oh, you son of <laughs> like, a bitch. You put if those your there. shelves were organized and then you had behind you that next to the couch was stacked with books that were, didn't have any place to go, that would be a different conversation, I think. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, I, I because I collect nothing. We've talked about this before. I collect nothing. I'm kind of on the like side that that collecting anything is weird or maybe I'm weird for not doing that. So when I see like someone like you who has things that are important to you, I don't think it, I like I'm too much in the minority to to make fun of you about that. You're and more again, of a you're more of a Marie Kondo on things. Yeah, for sure. And cuz like I mean, you're, shuddy, people shuddy's always point, make you're, comments you're, about your your background, Jeff. You look like you are squatting in somebody else's apartment or like an abandoned apartment <laughs> yeah like somebody really commented hate... you literally have a lamp where there's just a single light bulb dangling like, yeah no <laughs> with no lampshade you're so fucking bare bones you just have like light bulbs on strings and that's <laughs> oh that's my illumination do you like my chandelier <laughs> dude it's terrible i so i bought an industrial lamp through uh, Amazon. I just thought it like as a cool design. It was supposed to. It was, I don't know. It had the same effect as a regular lamp without a shade, but it doesn't. It doesn't illuminate the room as much as I'd want it to. And I'm so fucking annoyed that I can't get a lampshade. Lampshade. And I look, you know, like on the Amazon profile or or page for this for this lamp to see like also uh, customers also bought this or customers also bought that so I can get a lampshade. And I don't think there's one compatible. So I just bought, and I have three of them in my apartment. So I just have three shitty lamps that I've, I'm like pot committed to uh, for whatever reason. I mean, I got four new lamps, but I don't want to. And I don't know. I probably should have just like chalked it up and bought other lamps, but or at least so, yeah, my apartment is pretty. What's up? At least a lamp shade. So you don't look like you live in a saw trap. That's what I'm saying. No lampshade fits on it, as far as I know. How many lampshades have you tried? None. It's fucking crazy. Don't don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am. Let's just say I have a zero percent zero percent conversion rate on lampshades. We'll leave it at that. So, Shuddy, did you get anything? Is that Roscoe's chicken and waffle shirt a Christmas present? No, this I just I oh, bought that's right. for myself. I'll Walmart. This, yeah, you said. I, I bought my, for myself. Um, I got uh, one thing that I can show you. Uh, Kay got me this. Man, I was literally about to make the joke. Did you get like a Baby Yoda vibrator? But you have a close a, a Baby Yoda that holds Pretty a much. PS5 controller up with his PS. yeah a controller holder. Um. Oh. Shit, I'll be right back. This is visual, and I think even though you may pick on me, you'll also enjoy it. Well, I do enjoy so, picking on you. So, you know, you two riff a little bit about what thing I may be coming back with. All right, all right, Jeff, what's your least favorite thing about Shuddy Boy? <laughs> I don't like how damn old he is. <laughs> yeah, we should look into the uh, getting some government breaks for keeping a fucking dried-up old fart on the podcast. Yeah. That fucking AARP subscriber <laughs> or <laughs> member. I don't even know how the AARP works. I'm not old enough. That's the point. Yep. 
Man, Shuddy's got a lot of Baby Yoda merch. I mean, you guys all have both have stupid shit. I don't really understand why you have. I mean, you, you guys got like swords and shit. I don't even know what's behind you. you oh, got, I've got... who's that? Whose arm is that again? Over your over your right? Oh, it's uh. Oh yeah. All right, this is super important. Well, Chuck, hey, that's Chuck cool. Chuck who's yeah? The... That's actually him sign. Yes. he actually signed it, right? Yeah, this is one of his gimmicks. Like he likes to do giveaways with these things. It's like a severed Halloween arm, and he's got the coolest signature ever. And he just takes like a big chunky marker and writes Chuck Palahniuk on it. This is the guy that wrote Fight Club. So I, I actually yeah, I hope he didn't spend. I won this yeah, hope... at Golden Apple because oh, nice. nice. um, he he did sequels to Fight Club. First Fight Club, obviously a novel, but Fight Club 2 and Fight Club 3 are comics. So he did a signing at Golden Apple, and I won a fucking raffle. So I got a picture with Chuck fucking strangling me and walked nice. out with a with a cool severed fake arm. Well, Dom, uh, senior Puminati producer, thinks that's a one-dick one movie, so whatever. Maybe I hope, I'm happy you won it. You didn't have to spend any money on that. <laughs> All right. We were just talking about that. You have so much Baby Yoda shit. <laughs> a Baby Yoda tiki mug? Yep. <clears throat> Are you... Is there any inward ref, like reflection on how much Yoda shit you're gifted and maybe you, you want to change up your own brand? Or do you feel as though you don't have enough Yoda shit? I would enjoy having the animatronic Baby Yoda, but other than that, I don't need <laughs> well, much of anything else. Let's well, hope Christmas 2021 comes through <laughs> free on that one. Yeah, unless um, some of Baby Yoda's old tweets resurface. Ugh, you might have to hide some Listen, of that I'm sure. I mean, he is 50 years old, so I'm sure, you know, there are some questionable things at holiday. in his past. Yeah. Yeah, he gets sauced up during holiday dinner and gets on uh, his get off my lawn shit. I'm sure. Grogu thinks marriage between man and woman. Whoa, easy, baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, can you can you Yoda riddle some racism? That would be awesome. I'm sick of the heat's been on me for the past couple of weeks. You do Yoda, ra- Yoda racist Yoda, and get the fucking heat off me. <laughs> yeah, I might, my, I might, I might workshop that character off air a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you really got to stick the landing with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Jaron got me a full Air Jordan sweatsuit. Uh, that is amazing. Uh, Between that and the Roscoe shirt, this is the blackest version of Shuddy ever. Uh, or he's just like be, slowly mold, morphing into like a Russian gangster. Like we're going to see John Wick kill you next year. Neon yellow down the leg, say Air Jordan. And then the hoodie is black, uh, green, and purple with uh, a neon jump man. I would definitely assume you own a jewelry store. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Uh, can I interest you in this opal? <laughs> it's good luck. <laughs> so yeah, some guy from Ethiopia emailed me. I got it. I got it a couple weeks ago. Or maybe I could uh, interest you in this jeweled up uh, baby Yoda medallion. Look, its eyes move. <laughs> that would be the hardest shit ever, Shuddy. Damn it! We need to get you one of those uh, uncut Shuddies. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. 
Ooh, good. That's strong. That's strong. Good stuff. Well, my Christmas was a little less eventful than your guys' I feel like. Well, not, not, not Kevin. Kevin was pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin set the bar pretty low. Yeah, he he essentially had the worst Christmas on record. <laughs> uh, I invited you down, Kevin, but he didn't want to be a super spreader, which I can respect. Uh, I had my mom in town for, and this was our first Christmas together, I think, since we moved to California, my, my brother and I. So uh, bitch-ass Paul also came from L.A. So we hung out, watched basketball, watched some Christmas movies. Uh, we had to discontinue our movie or our tradition of going to the movies for the holidays or for Christmas. Which movies did you watch? We just watched Christmas movies after basketball. It was a full day of basketball and we're all huge, you know, NBA fans. So, but do you have like ritualistic Christmas movies you watch every year? Like I have to watch Christmas vacation every year. I got my Mount Rushmore four. I Uh, got home alone. Okay. Home alone. Um, uh, Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, and I th- I think my favorite holiday movie of all time is Bad Santa. I love, <laughs> love Bad Santa. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, I I watched Christmas is, Story I, like three times last year, so I gave it I gave it the year off. Fair enough. Yeah, Despite the so fact that I, I love year. I love every second of it. So I have three televisions, mostly for sports viewing, in my living room, as you all know by now. And there's not, you know, it the Christmas Day slate is all primetime games, so there's no games overlapping. So the whole day I had Christmas story dedicated to one TV. It was nice. pretty nice. That's awesome. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Because anytime you look over at it, it's it's like, you know, a five dicker legendary scene. Of course. So like it, it isn't even a movie. I guess if you've never seen it before, but like, you know, if you're like any normal human being, you've seen you've seen it five thousand times. It's just start to finish epic. Could you imagine being the first person to sell someone Christmas story? Like that would be such a weird conversation for me to have. I want to say Nachi, my ex that watched, she probably watched Christmas story before we met. Yeah. I would assume she has, but other than that, I don't like, know how big it is in other countries like, though. Right. But like, okay. So whatever, an American born person be like Christmas story. Was it any good? Like yeah. what? Dude, What's that about the Christmas story? Yeah, Who's okay. in it? <laughs> oh, I've never heard of these people. Darren McGavin, whatever. <laughs> you know, you know, the dad from Billy Madison, nothing. So your mom, your mom brought you a whole bunch of treats. Well, actually, mailed you some. Did she also fly with some too? No, 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 no. She mailed us, yeah, her usual Christmas cookie collection, which consists of these almond slash sugar cookies. Um, peanut butter cookies with Hershey kisses Those are bomb. and chocolate on chocolate cookies, which are my personal, personal favorite. One of her cousin baked us like a whole cookie spread as well. So she brought that with her. She also gets this beef jerky. My brother, my brother like loves beef jerky. I'm not like that big of a beef jerky fan. I enjoy it, but it's not like something I hold in that high of regard. But my mom, like it's Christmas tradition has been for years for our stockings to be stuffed with beef jerky. And we have a really like good place that is like known for its jerky, like I guess it's called nationwide. Slim Jim. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one. <laughs> it's called damn good jer- jerky. We've talked about this. It's based out like down the road from from where I grew up. So she gets it like super cheap. This year 
she always she always mails out hot and spicy garlic hawaiian and teriyaki and then like any new mm. flavors they have I like and teriyaki. this year they had an ipi uh, ipa flavor and a magic hat number nine flavor which is pretty interesting yeah i don't know about beer flavored beef jerky like, i had one of each yeah no. but it's 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 an interesting attempt right also she like we were talking about earlier i think it was during the christmas or uh, the Easter egg. Sorry, not the Christmas egg. The Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> she lost a lot of weight. Um, and her big thing was always been sugar. She loaded up her coffee with a bunch of sugar. Um, so she's gotten sugar completely out of her diet. And she's gotten, she now gets these like healthy protein peanut butters, protein like based peanut butters. So she put a whole bunch of those in our, in our, in our, uh, in our little gift, Christmas package. So it's supposed to be healthy peanut butter. And it was used on the morning of Christmas. Now I got to put something. I got to put you guys onto something. You're going to make fun of me because of the name of this uh, specific product. But my my stick it out here with me. Keep up. Work it out. Do the my math. Godmother sent my brother a loaf of bread from this Jewish bakery called Bobka Bread. Have you ever heard of it, Bobka Bread? I don't think so. Bobka? No. B-A-B-K-A, babka bread. And it's essentially just a chocolate loaf of bread. So there's chocolate swirl in the bread. Are you sure it's not pumpernickel? It's babka, (laughs) babka bread. It's from a Jewish bakery. She's out in Connecticut. Um, And she she sent this um, to my brother for Christmas. And my brother made white chocolate French toast on babka bread. And cool. it was, it was fucking bomb. Wow. It was fucking bomb. That sounds yeah. epic. Cheech, Cheech was, Cheech is still holding in the fury of, of you guys belittling us. I can't put it on you guys. Us belittling his goulash and he's, <laughs> and it's made him better. This, this is why his overcompensation has turned him into like Gordon Ramsay. I should, I should, I should close the door. I know my mom's hearing this. She listens to this podcast anyways. This is why I never praise my mom too much for her food. I want her to stay sharp. It's never that good. It's never that good. <laughs> you take, you take a bite of one of her like um, peanut butter cookies and you're like, ah, there's always next year. Yeah, it was better last year, but whatever. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the energy that I keep. And this is, you know, it's that's not surprising one bit. Yeah, no, it's totally Jeff Clark. No, but this is kind <laughs> of like what, a dash of Cartman. The, <laughs> yeah, Wait, a lot of Cartman, really. I, I can get more cookie. <laughs> Jeff just like on an endless thirty-year roll to to somehow get more cookies out of life. Yeah. So in, internally, as I'm eating the Bob Cabred French toast, like I'm smiling, like it's one of the better things I've ever had. But I'm ass like, yeah. Yeah, you know. That's all right. You did all right. I mean, whatever. Good attempt. I yeah. mean, it's no Christmas Maybe goulash. you should Maybe you should have cooked it longer. I don't even know what that means. It's French toast. They <laughs> just say it just to, just to be a dick, you know? Uh, you you almost nailed the sear on it. Uh. Nice guys finish last. Bottom line. Nice guys finish last. So <laughs> Got to keep them sharp, you know, Kevin? Yeah. But other than that, other than me being a dick and drinking some whiskey, I, Christmas is great in my house. And I, I had a I had a wonderful time. Uh, so 
We were talking recently, and even so much as right before we started recording, uh, about rolling out some more merch. We haven't done merch in a minute, and we've sort of done them in the past where we release the graphic and like, all right, here's what the shirt's going to be. Any takers? And Shuddy Boy makes a tally, and we put the order in, and then we ship them out. And then pretty much those, we have like a couple extra on hand, you know, if we ever need to give some away or, you know, we'll bring some to Ellis Mania sometimes and toss them out to people. But that's usually how our merch runs go. And Shuddy wants to bring back some of the OG designs and just have a store where people can go and get them at all times. So like if you missed a pre-order, no sweat. They, we have a merch page. You just go and get, get some shirts, get some Puminati gear. But uh, Shuddy, Shuddy likes to channer, channel his, his inner Kanye when he starts doing merch. Like, one, tw- one text turns into, like, 5,000. He's like, all right, what do you think about doing some merch again? Like, yeah, it's been a minute. Let's, let's get some shirts going. Good idea. Like, okay, now hear me out. What about <laughs> if we do some MSPH shot glasses, socks, um, beanies, maybe some home pregnancy tests? Like, Fuck. My goodness, Shuddy. Like, I know I know, we saw a nice little bump in listenership, but I don't know if we're ready to, to launch an M- MSPH clothing line. But Listen, you've I'm got a case you want to sure present. Everybody get, can get what they want. That's all. So the discussion was to bring back the, the OG all-seeing poo, Puminati shirt. The actual, the true OG, our very first line of merch, which, which was us in 16-bit, like a player select um, menu. Uh, which I, I was always a fan of. I love I love that one too. Bring I that still, one back. Mine. I I ordered that one. Um, yeah, me too. From the merch store back in the day, uh, and I mean it is beat to death. It's like stain. Like it's been through a, the ringer. It's it's a house shirt. It doesn't see the light of day, but uh, that was a fun shirt for sure. Yeah, and then bring Isn't back. Isn't this the, all the, kind the, of like? I was say, isn't this all kind of beneath us? I thought we were doing Puminati tattoos. Whatever happened to that? I think we talked that one guy out of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's revisit it. It was a good idea. And then bringing back the the Enter the Dragon shirt. And oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be working on something. I don't want to reveal it yet, but a whole brand new one. And also our, our last pre-order shirts was the, the mad scientist party hour back to the future looking logo, but also the three of us from one of our JC Penney's photo shoots where we were all nineties out. But I feel like people nowadays are looking for like cleaner, tighter, less busy graphics and logos and stuff. So just doing the mad scientist party hour back to the future logo. That was, we had pins of it. Actually, we still have a few pins left, right, Shuddy? We have a bunch of pins left. I think I ordered like a thousand of them or something. Maybe not that <laughs> many. But we have a we have a lot of I I don't know if it's gonna focus on it's it, not. They're they're very detailed, but trust us, it says Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um we have these and we have a bunch of the Puminati patches also um available. Nice. Um But Shuddy, you were you were pitching us on some uh Options on top of options. We're talking like Cyberpunk 2077 skill trees here. That is, 
That is true. It, it, it did spiral out of control in the conversation we had about it yesterday. Um, but I was thinking that because now we have uh, the ability to print as we need them versus having to hold inventory stock uh, that we could offer everything in a couple of different colors and as long sleeve, short sleeve, or sweatshirt. Um, that was my thought. And we were we were all a little split on graphics down the arms of long long sleeves. But then oh, again, we're we're a little uh, outside of what's hip these days. You know, I, I I'm fucking pushing forty. Shuddy's even closer. Jeff's not far behind. So I don't know. Oh, if, well, uh, I don't know how 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 cool we are in the grand scheme of things these days. So who knows what people are fucking looking for? But I don't know. I feel like we should maybe get some some Puminati insight and see if people want some down the arm graphics and, and stuff. Yeah, because what I what my my pitch was is the Back to the Future logo on mid chest, and then down one of the sleeves, have it say Puminati. Sort of yeah. like these chicken and waffles are down my sleeve. <laughs> and I didn't think we were going to get this far into the conversation or peel back this much of the curtain. And since we have, I just want to say that I fucking hate that idea. <laughs> and I have to go as strong as possible now because I'm in broadcaster mode. I think designs down the sleeve of shirts are for pussies. That's what I think. I think they're for fucking pussies. And and it's cheesy. So, But Shuddy Boy has... It kids that are young and hip and shuddy's got inside intel that that's that's cool now that's a good point so maybe we're just the out of touch stupid old farts but what do the people who listen to us think that's exactly we're not trying to necessarily market to 19 year olds who may not <laughs> to know their who children the fuck yeah. we are. i don't i don't know how many fucking lit lit supreme wearing motherfuckers are listening to us yeah, uh, Marshall's kid might want some designs down his sleeve, but I'm not sure. It's an inside joke for the Puminati happy hour. Um, but so that's what we're we're thinking. Um, some something going on. Yeah, Trace someone's seeing the dishwasher. Oh, you don't hear that? Yep. No, you're I didn't fine. know. I didn't know who because like Jeff was yes. looking around and Shuddy looked Stop guilty. Stop doing and couldn't your get... chores. <laughs> Hey, you don't you want to don't you want to go play virtual reality? <laughs> what did I buy you that Oculus Rift for? Shh. Did you hey, did you finish the shoveling before you hit the dishwasher <laughs> or what? What's up? <laughs> yeah, see, up, he would he would know what sort of merch we gotta go for. He's got pink hair and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would, exactly. Have him break the tie. Um we want to put I want to put out a new shirt. With graphics down the sleeve. Yeah. What do you think? Is that cool or not? Yes, yeah, cool. All right. Thank you. Be Back to the Future. I heard. Yeah, and it's gonna say Puminati down the sleeve in the Back to the Draven. Draven's tone is so uninterested in this conversation. Well, That's the thing. <laughs> what about copyright issues? It, we're not putting Back to the Future, so oh, there's just like a style. Yeah, just the the style logo. Yeah. And that would be awesome if we just started selling Back to the Future shirts. No, 
Okay. Okay. It doesn't just even say sure. Mad Scientist Party Hour. We're just selling shirts with Marty McFly on it. <laughs> we uh, we need to get fucking Michael J. Fox on this podcast. Listen, I like that he was worried that we might infringe on copyrights and have to. Yeah, he's looking out for us. Yeah. It was a very responsible response he had. <laughs> I would be concerned if my child was that quick to think of the legal ramifications <laughs> of things. But hey, he seems would well you know with Mister. I'm going to call a lawyer and not contact the police. <laughs> touche, touche. You're right. My kid's going to have a lawyer on retainer if I have anything to do. But... Yeah, I feel like you'd be the exact opposite. If the legal ramifications were not brought up by the child, yeah. you'd be like. He, obviously your mother was fucking around. You're not my kid. I'm done with you. You know how stoked I would ha- I would be to have to go through my kid's lawyer to ground him? Oh, <laughs> oh, fucking common sense. You're grounded. Objection. Who invited this asshole into my house? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hit us up with uh, any of your merch concerns because obviously the demo we're looking out for is the Puminati. Is you guys. Right? So yeah. do you want the all-seeing poo as a sweatshirt or just a t-shirt? Do you want it available in black, white, and gray or just black? Because the initial run the of those... The Enter the Dragon, I will, I'm, this is non-negotiable, is only on yellow. Only on yellow. Yeah, that's how it came out first. And I feel like uh, the 16-bit graphic one should be, should be blue. Can we negotiate on the hue of yellow? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That that is something the three of us can decide on. <laughs> okay, but it's only available in yellow. That that shirt I don't think would look good on white or gray. That's Kevin, I would like you to clear your schedule when we're done recording this podcast because I would like to uh, discuss to you the hues of yellow on our Enter the Dragon shirt. Make sure nothing. You I have will be unavailable because I'm going to go jump off the roof. just go on the opposite side Kevin can't have two days where all he has to hear about is merch from one of us because the conversation yesterday I was I was in a zone and I was obsessing and I yeah I was like he asked me one question I think and I turned it into a merch conversation that went on for like two hours shutty boy was was blocked for like three days out of last week I really I appreciate that you didn't bring that same energy to the chat room during football Sunday because I would have went absolutely nuts oh you know what I forgot to bring up where does Scrooged fall on the list for you guys as far as Christmas movies go great great Christmas movie doesn't really rank unfortunately I think it's good Carol Kane Buster Point Dexter Buster Poindexter, Jeff. Yeah, I have no, I have no anti-Poindexter comment commentary. <laughs> Who is the woman in it? Karen Allen. Karen Allen, you're right. You're Smoke right. show. I don't know what. Who would you her. say, Gail King? That's no, not, I said Amy Howell. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Much better than Scrooge, in my opinion. Uh, I did watch some some non-Christmas movies. Some I watched hot new non- releases. I watched uh, a mild new release. Mild? I didn't watch anything. I'll try to keep up with these combos. I have a little rant I can go on afterwards, but I got I'm I'm light as fuck in the review 
column this week. Sorry, guys. What was your mellow or whatever you said, Shuddy? Wonder Woman 1984. I mean, that came out on Christmas. That's not mild. That's a very recent release, at least of uh, I wouldn't the day of call it recording. a hot new release, though. Oh, Uh-oh. as far Spoiler as the content? Alert. No, I, I was yeah. talking like freshly released. Hot off the I presses. was talking content. <laughs> you know oh, who's no. hot is that Gal Gadot. She can shit all over my face, let me tell you. And I mean that in a sexual way. <laughs> Only if she would get pleasure out of it. You don't have it doesn't have to be shit on my face. It can be insert any sexual thing that would excite you, gal. You just sex kitten. What an absolute missile. It's unfortunate that she got saddled up with that shitty franchise. I mean Are the they, first one was is awesome. Is there any nudity in Wonder Woman? No. No, they don't put nudity uh, in superhero movies yet. But like, I don't know. She's she's yeah, she's a knockout, a flat out knockout. Gorgeous. I mean, just the fact that she's smoking hot and wears like a super sexy Wonder Woman costume, that's just like, I don't know, a cosplay dream come true. But I don't know. I thought come. <laughs> I see she what was... you did there. Good job. No, oh, Jesus. Yeah, fucking Beavis Sorry. and Butthead rolled into one. <laughs> Sorry. I, I feel like the first Wonder Woman was awesome. And, you know, Batman v Superman wasn't great. Justice, Justice League wasn't great. But. Her parts were were sick. When she's out there fucking people up, it's it's that's a fun watch. I don't know wh- what they were doing with Wonder Woman 1984 though. I have no idea what that was. Uh, it when it started, it was so over the top 80s. Well, not even uh. that. They started with, and this is something I I could do without in any future superhero or comic book movie. I don't give a fuck about what the superhero did when they were a kid. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't want to watch like eight-year-old Wonder Woman running the fucking Themyscira Ninja Warrior course or whatever they started that movie off with, but don't care. Don't want to see it. It's a fucking two-and-a-half-hour movie. I don't need eight-year-old Wonder Woman running Ninja Warrior courses. It's like, a message to all it. the little girls out there that if they're a superhero, they can do even <laughs> they can do guy things even better than guys. I mean, I and I, I had high hopes because I love eighty shit, and I miss I miss malls being at their peak, and there's an action scene that takes place in the mall, and it was lame. Yeah, I, there's not much that I can say about this being very good because I didn't really enjoy it. Um, she goes after mall thieves in the beginning. And she does the same move over and over again. She lassos like one or two of them and then runs while they're still lassoed and jumps over a balcony. And then she like Spider-Man's across another one. And she doesn't even move naturally. Like It did she, not look natural at all. She lets go of the rope and she does this like non-existent trajectory slow fall thing. Like, I don't know. It looked like in the other movies she's whipping around and really flying using it as a rope to swing to things. This just looked, the CGI was whack. Uh, and then she lets go of those guys and lassos a couple more bad guys and jumps off a different balcony and woo, she's Spider-Manning away. And then there's this long stretch where there is zero action. Very, very long stretch. That it, it reminded me of a just bad or maybe even never even shot episode of Doctor Who. Because they seem to just pull the rules out of their ass as it went along. They were just 
oh oh now now he's able to do this huh like the bad guy pedro pascal takes like some gem like everything in this movie is done through wishes like every question i had watching the trailer like wait a second chris pine he died at the end of the first one how is he back how does Kristen wig turn into the villain cheetah how is this bad guy a threat everything is wishes it's like aladdin like they just make wishes on they hold a stone and they say i wish for this and it fucking happens and then pedro pascal he's the bad guy and he somehow turns himself into the wish thing so he just basically grabs a hold of people he founds like it's it's like the uh the 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 loophole of when you only get three wishes on a genie lamp it's like oh well i'm gonna wish for a thousand more wishes your move genie he turns himself into the lamp so he just grabs people and he's like uh don't you wish that i had an eight foot cock and they're like sure i guess i wish you had an eight foot cock and he's like ha ha i have an eight foot cock now by the way uh i will be taking all of your money like Wait, you can do that? Like, yeah, he, because the wishing stone, when you make a wish, takes something from you. And so he was able to become the wishing stone and decide what he was taking from you. Yeah, so he basically just gets unlimited wishes. It was, they don't really explain things too, too much. So when it happens, you're like, oh, well, wait a second. I didn't know he could do that. That's, that's fucking cheating. What the hell? He makes himself, okay, I don't know, spoiler alert. He just makes a deal with like people and then he's like oh and by the way now i'm president what fucking guy's president now it's with the worst ronald reagan look-alike they could have possibly gotten that guy was supposed to be ronald reagan well i'm i'm just assuming since it was 1984 yeah i was reagan was the president i couldn't have been more bored the the action was very repetitive the CGI on Cheetah was terrible. Yeah, awful. I mean, Kristen Wiig, she looked, she looked good. She's another smoke show. I like Kristen Wiig. She in, needs to go in back that to way. SNL. What? She needs to go back to SNL. Like, can't she do SNL and movies simultaneously? I guess no one goes back to SNL, but I don't know. I feel like her career hasn't taken off maybe as much as it should have because she's one of the of the all time great SNL female cast members. She might even be in like the just the all time SNL cast list if it you had to come down with. I don't even know what the average roster looks like. We'll just say twelve. I mean, she's great. I don't know. Outside of like bridesmaids, like what what has Kristen Wiig been awesome in? Or what has been awesome? What movie has been awesome with Kristen Wiig because of Kristen Wiig? Hmm. She's like I'd the have female to look at Jason list. Sudeikis, but I haven't seen Ted Lasso yet. So, Jeff, I know. for fuck's sake. Sorry. But yeah, I'm still I, I watch think Brooklyn Nine Nine. Wonder Woman yeah. was a uh, was a bit a pretty solid disappointment. It I, was I, a how many Wonder. How many Wonder Woman dicks you guys sucking? Two, I guess. Two, two, five. Oh, wow. You're going to kiss her after. Nice. It just, it was, it felt like where they made the first Wonder Woman to appeal to as many people as possible. 
this was a superhero movie designed specifically just for uh, females to enjoy. Because well, it was Division very itself. much, it was very much like uh, so. Wonder Woman, when she wished for Steve Trevor to come back, started to lose her superpowers, and then she had. To, in order to get her powers back, she had to renounce her wish. So then she spent time, you know, I don't want to give up my love for my power. You know, it was just very, I don't know. It was. I didn't necessarily. Was like existential. I, I didn't get the impression that it was just like geared more towards women, but that was another, like, I laughed out loud when they did that. That was another rule. They just pull out of thin, thin fucking air. Like, oh, you can now renounce your wish, and all you have to do is yell to the sky, I renounce my wish. It reminded me of that moment in The Office when Michael Scott just walked into the room and he goes, I <laughs> declare bankruptcy. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> Very oh, dope. I love that scene. And I don't I understand feel- because it was written and directed by the same woman who did the first one. I got in her ear. The studio got in her ear. We need more girl power. It sounds like a similar like criticism people would have had about that uh, Jessica Alba and Gabriel Union cop show that was on TV for like three weeks. Like in theory, it sounds great. Like two good actresses, hot chicks that could be leading women, and there's a whole market for no leading women stars. And then they put it on TV and they cancel it in three fucking weeks. Like, I don't know. It seems like a similar criticism you got, Shuddy. Maybe, maybe you're the non woke one here. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't even see it. So, what the fuck am I talking about? I also watched the new Pixar movie on Disney Plus Soul. Soul. Yeah. How Man. was it? That's ah, a solid fucking movie. That was, that was really good. I like that a lot. Did did anyone Did die cry? in the beginning? I didn't cry. Um, but, uh, sure. But there there might have been a moment or two where I got a little bit of the chin wobbles going on. But it wasn't like... Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot sadder because it was like, holy shit, Pixar... Usually Disney, like they love killing off parents. You know, Sim- Simba loses his dad. Bambi, Bambi. Loses, Bambi loses the mom. Like they always have to start with a parent dying. Yeah, or you're something terrible like in Up, like that was probably that's probably the worst one. Yes, if I if I ever were to watch Up again, I'm skipping that part that reminds you um, life goes by in a heartbeat and we're all gonna die. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ, thank you, fuck. But that's that's kind of what I thought Soul was gonna be. I was like, oh god, here we go. It's gonna make me think about get all bummed out and thinking about how I'm gonna die someday. But they did it in a in a much cooler more easily digestible way like jamie nice. fox's character yeah he croaks within within like the first 10 minutes and spoilers jesus oh shut up jeff that's what the whole movie's about they show it in the trailer I thought it's about soul yeah he dies in the trailer Yep, it's about south korea <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was soul train you said jamie fox i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> But uh, it, I don't know, the afterlife or the weird spirit realm that he goes to is fucking sweet. I thought it was cool. And um, the Trent Reznor does the music for this as well. I don't know how he's doing so many, so many movies, but 
so they split it up because the, the movie's also very heavily about jazz. Like Jamie Foxx, when he's alive, is a, a jazz musician and a jazz teacher. And Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross didn't do the jazz music. They they did they split the soundtrack. The dude who is Stephen Colbert's band leader, John Batiste, he did all of the original jazz music for it. And then Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the industrial, <laughs> the synth pop. Yeah, they, it was like synthy, yeah, electronic music for when they're in the soul world and stuff. But it was so cool. It was very relaxing and calming. It was it was awesome. I thought the music was oh, like, like the uh, jazz music was awesome too. I feel like Trent Trent Reznor's music scores fit nicely in the flotation tank playlist. Yeah, I would. Uh, I've no. been in a flotation tank, and I would actually like to listen to the music from Soul while I'm in there. <laughs> I need some Trent Reznor right now from yeah. the so- Social Network. <laughs> it had that that you know that was in Social yeah. Network. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It was sick. I liked it, and the movie like it. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't a huge bummer. It was mostly just. It made you. Oh god, it's so. I hate that we're because we're such a fucking poopy farty podcast. That any any time you say something that's even could be considered remotely profound, it just seems insincere and corny. But it it does give you that feeling of life is good and appreciate every moment. Like you do feel good when it ends, and you're like ah. I want to get out and live. I feel I feel rejuvenated. And what have you done to get out and live? Well, that's well. well that's how, also, Mayor Garcetti says done? he can't go out and live. That's the thing. <laughs> that's also the the another theme they hit you with is you don't have not everything has to be some grand experience. Like you don't have to go out and travel the world and and go mountain climbing and do all this goofy shit. Like you can just appreciate a small moment where you're sitting outside and a nice breeze comes by and you look up through the trees and one of those little acorn things comes spinning down. Like, everything is nice. You don't have to be out there like... Because uh... I guess a big thing that's hitting people these days is, is that, that social media FOMO jealousy shit where you see somebody on social media who's like, you know, biting their tongue and I'm on the top of Runyon Canyon. And then like, oh man, they must be having... Their life must be so much better than mine. They're out. Uh, hiking and doing all this. like you can you can yeah, still the only enjoy thing your is life. The guy who took that picture wants to kill himself. Yeah, pretty much. I've been that guy before. <laughs> I, I I was it was awesome. I've I didn't it was it was done by the same guy who did Inside Out, which I w- I found kind of underwhelming. It didn't seem like that one had the Pixar magic. This one had the Pixar magic. Soul kicked ass. I don't know why you brought up Eve Six. Whatever. Eve six, how did Jeff inside get there? out? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking reach. Some good- people would. Some people consider Eve six a classic band. I'm not. I'm just saying. All right. Well. Nope, Jeff. I was talking about the other Pixar movie. Oh, okay. Believe so it or not, way more important than Eve six. But so, give- how many soul dicks are you sucking? I'll suck four point two five soul dicks. That's a solid flick. That's the most BJs you've given for a movie in a little while now, right? Like a new movie? Yeah. I did. I think I did give The Trial of the Chicago Six a five-dicker. Do you want to revisit that? I don't know if I want to watch it again to, to adjust the viewing. Not. but um, You know why? Why? 
This is not a five dicker. That's why you don't want to watch it again. That's the point. Ask me if I want to watch Goodfellas tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do want to watch Goodfellas tonight. Absolutely. Well, Dom's not going to be joining you. He's over in fucking Nilbog or whatever it is. Nilbog. Holy shit. That's a great reference. I know. I can't believe Jeff retained enough of Troll 2 to make Troll 2 jokes. I had had a whole fucking... I had a whole sheet on my legal pad filled out with notes and stuff. I was... I was ready for that. What the fuck did I just watch? I think we're setting up another one. He's never seen Armageddon, that motherfucker. What are you going to do if he would rate that one a, num- a, a one dicker? I, you know, everyone takes their shot at Armageddon, and I've dealt with it for, what is it, damn near 20 years now, even longer, that it's just like, whatever. There's nothing. It's like it's like when someone comes up to me and is like, hey, have you ever, have it, has anyone ever called you G-off? Like, I... There's nothing he can say about Armageddon that I haven't I haven't countered before. Like it's whatever, dude. Like I'm sure I'm not going into it assuming that he's gonna love it, even though I'm gonna I'm gonna have the energy of how the fuck did you not love that if I if he doesn't give it at least six dicks. At least. I don't know how you can give Armageddon less than six dicks. Six dicks. I don't know. Have I ever minced words about Armageddon? Kevin, ever? I mean, is Armageddon your just hands down favorite movie of all time? No, it's hands down the greatest movie of all time. My hands down my favorite movie. It's tough to even say what's hands down my favorite movie of all time. It's definitely in the conversation. Uh, I think of Armageddon, Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and that's kind of that's the guy. Terminator Two, Matrix. That's. Those are in the conversation. I, I guess the 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 niche pick that I would have, if that even is a thing here, would be the Usual Suspects. I I, I absolutely love that movie. But I thought you were going to say something like the English Patient or some shit. <laughs> no, I guess Armageddon technically would be classified as such. White Men Can't Jump. That's another one that's that's high on my list. But so I mean, Armageddon is definitely in the conversation. But I put it in a conversation with heavy hitters that most people agree are awesome. And I have to fight my way in Armageddon's way out of the hole that I've dug it. Do you get emotional when I, you hear that Aerosmith song? Yeah, oh, who oh, Steven Tyler. Who I don't want to miss a thing either. Oh, yeah. I put my head down. I stick my hand on the, on the, on the TV screen. Just like <laughs> Tyler did. <laughs> yeah. All that. Uh, don't think we were going to podcasts and MSPH podcast without me crowbarring Armageddon in the conversation. Oh no, it's expected at this point. I think yeah. people will be lost without it. Oh, so yeah, it's our uh, podcasting north star here in MSPH. So, um, speaking of another one of your, you know, Unabomber style manifesto notepad scribblings, I can tell you're you're all charged up today. Oh. Jeff, you're reminding me because you sent Shuddy and I some texts, and then I looked at your social media. And I got the impression that maybe Jeff today is in that, like, Kyle mode. Like, he's the guy at the bar with a sleeveless shirt who's intentionally, like, bumping into people and spilling their drinks. And they be like, oh, you want to go, bro? You want to go? <laughs> yeah, oh, and yeah. nobody's, nobody's taking the bait. And you, I feel like you're going to no. explode. Like, maybe since your mom's in town, you haven't beat off in a week and you're, like, all backed up. But I was thinking, like, oh, no. Shuddy and I might have to, like, um, I don't know, try and cheer Jeff up a little bit. You seem, you seem ornery. 
I'm not ornery. I'm not. I just, I have a new segment idea. I don't know how regular or routine it's going to be. Um, but it's essentially where I burn some pussy shit that's going on domestically. I want to call it America is full of pussies. Right. And what got me thinking about this segment or, or what sparked or inspired me was Lori Laughlin getting out of jail today. Um, Machine Gun Lori is what I'm calling her now. So uh, Machine Gun Lori just got out of the pen after suing, serving two months for the college admissions bribery scandal. You remember the story, right? We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure everybody knows Aunt Becky's foibles. She tried right, to, we don't have to. She bribed uh, and forged documents and shit to get her kid into college. Yeah, that was part of it. Yeah. So <laughs> MGL, I feel like she should get the John Berthal and Wolf of Wall Street treatment from someone. I don't know if it's like a university administrator or a fellow rich person she had to die on the cross for over this bullshit but someone owes my girl a get out of jail uh get out of jail party her crime is that i guess there was some sort of forgery i didn't even read that far into the wikipedia but she paid five hundred thousand dollars to a usc admissions committee for a kid to go to usc and at that point i'm just automatically like blocking the idea of this could be a crime because guess what this girl would be in school this year Laughlin would have sunk 500k, excuse me, MGL would have sunk 500k and $60,000 per year for her kid to go to virtual USC. So the joke was actually always going to be on Laughlin. I also, I got to caveat this, Kevin, as you know, with there's a lot bigger issues with the justice system, specifically when it comes to racial oppression than a rich person going to the joint, because apparently there's a few new cunty woke ass pussy listeners with delicate eardrums that get a little upset and up in arms if I say something a little un-PC or non-woke. And to that, I would say we do have bigger issues to worry about. MGL doing time for paying for her rich, spoiled kid to go to USC is a crime in and of itself. Look at the robbery that the college cartel is pulling off this year. Virtual learning, learning fuck out of here with that bullshit kids are getting rolled on for having house parties they cannot tailgate or go to any school events these these fucking colleges have thrived off of rich people wasting their money forever and Lori laughlin and her husband they're not business people they're not white collar criminals they made their money fair and square a lot fairer than these crooked fucks on in the government or on wall street and who wants mgl to go to jail I'll call them pussies. That's who I'd see these fucking cornball SJWs on social media whining about how she only got two months in the first place. What's her crime against society? And if you want to do some pussy ass shit, like make this racial, we can discuss another travesty in the justice system, which is Wesley Snipes, who was sentenced three fucking years for income tax evasion. Wesley Snipes should have gone demolition man on the people that put him in jail right when he got out. And is this the worst crime against against humanity? Who who wants to pay taxes right now? Who's stoked about that? The government pretty much owes us money for their fuck ups, and they're arguing about it literally every fucking day. Did Jeff's you know, shirt finally- change color from the beginning of this rant? <sighs> I don't know why, but I feel like Jeff was wearing a white shirt before this. No, and now he it's was like, not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, imagine, Jeff, imagine so, there's just like a, 
like a, a sharp like fucking it's almost like a like Game of Thrones where the the Starbucks cup was in the fucking scene. Yeah. I have a different shirt. Jeff's like, wearing like fuck? a hyper light shirt that just changed colors with his rage. I have a haircut and it's red. <laughs> so are you are you also pissed off that Felicity Huffman went to jail? Absolutely. It's a fucking travesty. Every one of these people should have a should have never went to jail and they need to have their public image restored absolutely immediately immediately so just to play devil's advocate here jeff so you're somebody who you're college educated you went to college and you're still paying it off right no or close you're done no i mean I'm, i'm 35 we're good here okay but it was it was a bit of a journey like you took you took a shot in the mouth to to get your college education would you have been bummed out if your spot at school was taken from you and given to somebody who paid their way in? That's not even a thing. That's not, that's nothing. That's nothing. No, not if someone paid $500,000 up front. Like that's what they how did was works. Well, and no one not, ever right, gets hold that on a email. Second, hold on a second. So people like there was a reason she faked being on you know the row team or whatever like she she faked all these extracurricular activities that she never did um i think they paid somebody to take the tests for her or some shit so like some people do really bust their balls to try to get into good schools they actually do the things that she faked on her her thing but you're you're chill with giving up your spot cuz some rich girl wants to coast in on cash instead of hard work. I think that premise is fraudulent and flawed. There's no way that a college would turn down, in my opinion, someone who has the ability to get into the college and is willing to pay the money. But you know, there's, you know, there's a limited amount of people that each school admits every year. They don't just take all comers. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure like what the max is on any specific school, but I mean USC. Like if you if you donate, like Dr. Dre did this too. If you donate enough money to it, like why can't your kid go to the school? Like I I don't see as though like any any rich kid is taking away another kid's chance at a at a at a better college. But they a, are at a college they, education. They I don't. Are. But I don't. Okay. But a school. Okay. Just just. Here, here again to play devil's advocate. I personally don't think that she should have gone to jail over this. Like I, I agree with you on that, but I also agree with Kevin's point. Are is USC going to give some underprivileged person a scholarship to go to their school? So USC is going to pay for this underprivileged person to go versus getting five hundred grand up front from Lori Laughlin plus knowing that this kid is going to pay. So they're going to be nearly on the, instead of losing, not losing, but not getting almost $300,000 from the underprivileged kid versus getting $800,000 from Lori Laughlin's kid, whether they deserve it or not. That's a one point or a $1.1 million swing for the university. Which way are they going? What I just, yeah, exactly. What I just heard was you blaming Lori Laughlin for college being fucking shitty humans and putting out no, and, I'm and, not, and, and operating in a shifty way. Yeah, why wouldn't they take more money? Of course, that's the point. They're always going to take I'm the more money saying, every time. And I'm just saying that that means 
that someone who deserved to be in the school didn't yeah. get to go. Because USC said, fuck you, we'll take the other person's money, which is always going to be a thing. That's, well, that's it, never it wasn't necessarily like, because it wasn't like, here, just give us 500 Gs and your kids in. She also had to make up all this shit that her daughter did. And I don't think they, because that, what was it? Because I, I don't know. I lost interest in this case so quick. I don't give a flying fuck about Aunt Becky. Uh, I don't give a fuck about uh, her rich kid. And I don't give a fuck whether she goes to prison or not, in all honesty. But I saw some shit in the beginning of it that... All right. All right, Jeff, we get it. Um, I think in the beginning they were saying that uh, it wasn't like some scheme, like the entire workings of USC knew like that this was going on. She hired like some coach that that's like their their gimmick. They you pay rich people pay this guy money and he helps them like fudge shit and grease like, the right palms. Grease the right palms and you know here we're going to we're going to give you an entire fake record of being on the I don't even know what they call it the row team, like the people that crew. Up, the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there were kids that actually did that, like had the specs that she was faking. So if she actually deserved to be in that school, she wouldn't have had to fake all the needed stats to get in, right? I don't believe that someone would give a scholarship for a school or an athletic scholarship and not do any type of homework on that person's athletic background. I don't believe that's a thing. I mean, don't these admissions offices have some sort of like, I don't know, not investigators, but they have some people that will follow up with these things. Isn't that why she got caught? Diligence. Isn't that how she got caught? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how she got caught. I'm just telling. I'm just talking about the idea of her going to prison for doing a like in a more creative <laughs> and a little uh, uh, more of like yeah, we'll go creative way of getting her kid into college. This, I'm going to be honest with you here. This seems like a reach to me. This this strikes me more as Jeff Clark What's is a- is bored. And wants something to outrage about, so he's gonna he's gonna bitch about Aunt Becky. Uh, I mean, getting her come up. I and- just feel like I feel like the, the the worst part about this story is that we we let this shit happen. We let the bitch ass government and media turn us against each other, and then they get to just go after fall, uh, small fish, small fish, and there's bigger fish to fry, right? So the conspiracy and who- is they distracted us with other things so they could stick the screws to Aunt Becky. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what's the issue for paying stupid money for your kid's college tuition if you found success? Who? I mean, who has a problem with that? Illegal. Like Bribery is illegal. Oh, my God. Everyone, when you... I know that you're very the, I know you're very broken up that a couple rich people turn out to not be above the law, but I, I have a feeling you'll get over this, Jeff. Just saying. He won't because haters. number two on his list focuses on on almost exactly the same thing. I don't even want to go down Jeff's list. It's just <laughs> I feel like Jeff the is fan, just in the, troll the mode. listeners want me to go down my list. How about that, you All son right. of a bitch? But no, no, no. I don't I'm think sorry. they do. I'm sorry. Do we do we have a new Walking Dead out? We can talk about that. We can talk about Walking Dead if if you want. Do you want to talk about Walking Dead? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just saying stuff. No, I, I am kind of curious as to why your camera feed all of a sudden turned into like a nanny cam. I, I feel know. like the resolution on your your picture 
Are you? Are you? Because you got a. You told us beforehand you got a new computer. This is this is your new computer we're looking at, right? Yes. You look. Uh, you look like Game Boy camera. I don't know what you want me to do. I can switch back to the other the other computer, but this is what I got. Somebody streaming it's, uh, something in your household currently? Are there lots of devices using the Wi-Fi? I don't. Is I don't Cheech, have a light. Cheech, Maybe Cheech if Cheech I were to Wonder fire Woman? up the light, it would look better. Yeah. No, it's the resolution. It's two thirty in the afternoon there. You shouldn't be having lighting problems from the sunlight. Well, it's overcast. It's been raining all day. Well, turn on your ghetto ass industrial lamp. Oh, oh the lighting? <laughs> oh yeah? Really? Oh. I knew it. Jeff Tons just Jeff just salty. He's looking he's looking for a fight. I had he's, a good rant. He's the Kyle you, at the you bar. You fucking ruined it with your f- bullshit. With your <laughs> fucking with, bullshit. With logic. Logic, get the fuck out of here! God damn it, logic taking, has no place here. With oh, reason, there's no logic. Reason taking, and logic. Taking college kids' spots. Get the fuck out of here. The the college is accepting the money. Like they know what they're fucking doing, and you're letting them all. Lori Laughlin's got to go to jail over so, it. Because I mean, we pressed you on details oh, okay. on this, Jeff, and you every time we press you on the details, you're like, oh, well, I don't know about that. It doesn't seem like you researched this too much. I think you're just you're just salty. No, because that's okay. No, because. The crime is not a crime at all. Like a co- bribery for college admissions, I don't believe that could be a thing. Honestly, I, I don't believe that's a thing. Not when you can donate whole fucking buildings to a school. I mean, who cares what that kid, that that person's kid did in high school? The guy donated a fucking building. Like that's the point. Like, I, since when do we go away from that? Because colleges, they obviously defer or prefer. Uh, people who can pay the whole tuition up front, like that's not a that's not a thing. So then being like, oh well, Lori Laughlin got over on us. Oh, get get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! It's not like you guys it didn't cash the checks. Did she bribe USC directly? No, she bribed specific it was people. Committee. Yeah, so the school had not overall had nothing to do with it. And did it those was... bribed officials get in trouble? Yeah, just like Trump didn't have anything to do with Russia. They just got everyone in his fucking crew. Oh, you want me to make a political? We can go politics. We can go oh, politics. Boy. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff's just on a mission today to piss off. He's just Everyone like, right, that what, we've gained. What demos haven't I hit yet? Uh, any albinos listening? Man, fuck albinos. <laughs> I am a little salty. I'm a little salty people came at me for my my edgy commentary when you get to get shot in the nuts they come over here and they expect me not to make fun of mexicans <sighs> and jews well you know what oh my god jeff i just i just can't i'm just oh I'm just joking i'm just joking. yeah for the record jeff did not do that for anybody who hasn't listened to the back catalog no he, he didn't do that um not yet i will no, though i just feel Spoiler like alert. okay I, I I thought we had discussed this off air, but I, I forgot we were talking to Jeff. Don't fucking let people get to you. My God, people will bitch literally about everything. People will get offended by anything. And the only reaction they want is the one you just gave them. So good work. I just turned it into some content. Who cares? I don't I don't I'm not that worked up. Clearly. Smoke pot and move on. <laughs> what what no oh, Lori Lawful oh, fucking oh. host. Lori Laughlin got hosed. I'm not. We can sit here all fucking day and chat about. This. I mean, did she really? Complete horseshit. She went. She. She. she did she? Okay. All right. 
No, go ahead. Go did ahead, she, make did she get hosed? Point. Did she go to like a pound you in the ass federal prison where people are fucking like sharpening toothbrushes and like spitting and barfing and throwing poop at her? Or did she go to the section where fucking rich people go and like, all right, just hang out here for a few days so we can save face and we'll, we'll fucking let you out and you go back to your yacht. Her freedom was taken away from her for a bullshit reason, in my opinion. And they suspended her visitation rights because of the COVID situation. So she was Do you think, doing harder time than she should have been. Are you, are you, is your point that all bribes should be legal? Or is there certain bribes you're, you're not chill with? I think if you're bribing someone as it relates to illegality, then then maybe that's not chill. I'll say maybe. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't. We're not allegedly. talking about a specific case. Allegedly, yeah. We're not talking about a specific case. But when it comes to college admissions, where these crooked ass universities are just looking for the most money, all times they're always raising the fucking tuition prices. Like, no, nah, they don't get to say, oh, we were duped. Fuck you, you were duped. Fuck you. And Lauren Lawson, in my opinion, doesn't deserve to go to jail because they call USC the University of Spoiled Children. They like <laughs> the prerequisite is having you need to have money to go there. That is the fucking point. Like they're not they're not turning away people like me who are were on the fringe of getting to USC but get absolutely zero scholarship and have to take out loans or have to oh. I don't know, cobble together tuition. Like they're taking people who I are acing fucking tests and killing it in the SATs or are you know related to dr dre or aunt becky like it's fucking ridiculous like i get it i get it maybe it's a full house thing i like fresh principal air and family matters more but i don't want blossom to go into fucking jail for stealing her mom's xanax like what the fuck are we talking about here what the fuck? i don't know i do what not know the what the fuck, fuck we're talking about that? here i'm just saying there's bigger fish to, that's what i'm saying there's bigger fish to fry and fucking urkel what about fucking urkel huh has anybody yeah, thought about so, Urkel? So, I mean, Martha Stewart. Uh, she got a tip. All of a sudden, she has to go to jail for insider trading. Get the fuck out of here. How many people commit insider trading every fucking day and they don't get rolled on it? Martha Stewart's got to go down. And Same why type did, of shit. Why did Alf have to get canceled? He told everybody that Listen, he eats I cats. I'm going to use the N-word to really ratchet this up. You want me to do that? was the best thing to happen to her because it gave her cred with people like Snoop. And now we have that union to thank. No, Martha Stewart is just such a fucking G. She was able to turn, she was able to turn the lemons of her jail sentence into lemon meringue pie. That's how good Martha Stewart is in the fucking in the kitchen. Man, I would love to see like a fictional sitcom about Martha Stewart's time in jail, but she's just like a ruthless Heisenberg type Don, like. Oh yeah, making chicks come in and lick her pussy while she like sips the finest toilet wine, and then she like drowns somebody because they looked at her funny. Like I just want to see a ruthless oh, Martha she, Stewart. She definitely Martha's... walked into that prison and pegged the baddest bitch in there. Is the first thing she did when she got there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. She just knocked out, knocked definitely... out the biggest bitch in the yard, and then while she was unconscious, gave her like seven extra soccer kicks to the face, and then just looked around. Hmm? You? Huh? <laughs> Think I just make pies? I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hope, hopefully Lori Laughlin uh, went through jail as, 
as gracefully or as effortlessly as as King Martha, or excuse me, Machine Gun Lori, as I'm calling her. The fucking got to go to the pen because she paid for a dipshit kid to go to college. I don't. That's not fair to the kid. She's pretty cute. <laughs> She's cute, but I, I, you know, it also makes me wonder. Like, okay, as somebody who gave college a shot and uh, found out very quickly went, that it wasn't for me. Uh, if you are the parent of an ultra rich kid, like, okay, what was Aunt Becky's daughter's goal? Like, I'm going to go to this school that like, I'm clearly not qualified to get in on my own laurels. So I got to fudge some shit and make <coughs> some stuff up to get in. Okay. You're in now. What's the goal? Like you need to go become a Marine biologist so you can pay rent. Like, I don't know. You won the lottery of life. Why fucking waste your time at college? Like, you you probably know people that go there. Go with them to the house parties and then skip the classes. That's what I should have done. I should not have paid for classes. I like the parties. I should have just gone to college parties. Yeah, but you, she's not having to pay shit, A. And B, it's like she, she probably didn't really want to go to USC that much. It was just like... Her mom said she had to. I'll tell you what, man. Like, if right, I was, mom, you figure it out. If I was Aunt Becky's kid, the second I became a freshman in high school, I would have had my mom bribing motherfuckers to take all my tests for me, graduate high school, and then just be a fucking rich hot chick. She was clearly on Why that path anyway. She was making YouTube videos and stuff, and she's like a YouTube personality now or some shit. Just lean into it. Why do you want to go and do math? I don't want to do math. You're probably preaching to the choir on that one. She she's like, yeah, I didn't want to. I, a, I didn't want to go to jail, and B, I didn't want my mom to go to, or I didn't want to go to college, and B, I didn't want my mom to go to jail for me to go to college. Like, I I was cool sitting at home and hanging out on YouTube. That was wonderful to me. Yeah, that's probably that's the worst part about it. Is there small fucking kid probably was never that stoked about going to college in the first place. So 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 Lori Laughlin was getting fucked no matter what. Her kid wasn't going to be excited to go to college. She was going to have to pay during virtual learning. If she got if that's if she got away with it, she didn't she served time in jail. And at the core of it, it was her 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 feeling was going in a good place. Like she just wanted her kid to go to college. Like it wasn't like what is the fucking crime? Well Oh, well, you know, an inner city kid from South Central could have went to college. First of all, the only fucking way a kid from South Central is going to college is if they get a perfect SAT score anyways, and they're not getting, they're not getting kicked out because or they're not getting uh, dismissed or, or, or blown off because of a rich kid. Like, that's not happening. People that can get into a school usually do, or they pick a school that probably better fits them. Fuck right. you. And you I know, think Jeff's shirt really did change colors. Fuck you for disagreeing, Kevin. You oh, fuck you. I gave you exactly what you wanted, you pussy. Stop acting you like I did. You kind of did. Exactly. You kind of did. Thank you. You feel better? Yeah. yeah I do. Thanks. <laughs> That's what we're here America's for, America's full man. of pussies, and you're one of them. I got two pussies right here. Right, right here in my Zoom, my Zoom virtual meeting place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You want to you you go through my other notes? I got Buddhist monks wearing masks. I got... Uh, I have a voice new favorite or anything arguing tactic. I have a good arguing tactic I've been using. Okay, yeah, yeah I like Shuddy's idea. Yeah. Voicemails, yay! These are, these are evergreen. I'll do it next week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Hopefully it's about Lori Laughlin. Let's see. Here's a human. Here is a human. Oh, wait. This might be art. Mad scientist party motherfucking hour. This is Shelby nope. from El Paso. That's not art. listener. Long time motherfucking caller. I haven't called in years. A lot. Oh, yeah. I remember this I remember guy now. Shelby. Yeah. He drops yeah. a lot of F-bombs. It has happened since then. I've had a kid. I've gotten a DWI. Um, I've at the same time. Hopefully not with the kid. Jobs, um, <laughs> not in all that order. Of course, doesn't matter. Anyways, um, I'm feeling a little buzz playing some Call of Duty right now. Um, and I uh, just wanted to say, shit, man, you guys are still fucking killing it. Thank you for for this whole quarantine. Um, just staying staying on spot, you know. Thank you, thank you for keeping my quarantine a lot more fun. Um, hmm. Oh, let me. Last time before before all this quarantine shit started, I want to say about last year, um, Dustin Ibarra um, showed up. He he did like a, you know, he did a show here in El Paso, and, and I fucking I went, you know, I bought tickets. And I showed up like fucking. I was already drinking and smoking. And I, I, you know, before the show, and then uh, I you show up like five Shelby. minutes before, and then I, I, I fucking park like right in front of the, the, the like I'm fucking hauling ass to the parking lot with my lights on because it's dark, and and I fucking park right in front of the the fucking the comedy club, and he's guess who I fucking see? It's D- Dustin Ibarra, and I just fucking open my door because since I got a crappy ass car, my windows don't work, and it's seventy dollars for a diagnostic test, and I don't have that kind of money just to find out. If- <laughs> oh my god, we're getting a whole journey here, huh? No, I love this the way this, this is guy great. tells stories. This is amazing. But so let's circle back and then call back about the diagnostic check. I want to talk more about that. But Working go ahead. Out. Anyways, going off on a tangent. Just wanted to say, no, yeah, no, cool. oh, yeah I, I fucking open the door and I see Dustin there and I just like open the door and scream, hey, Dustin. And he's like, looked at me all dumbfounded because I got the lights on also. And <laughs> I'm like, yo, hey, um, you down for a blunt before the show? And he's like, oh, hell yeah. And then fucking get him in my car. We fucking smoke a blunt. I'm talking about Mad Scientist Party Hour and the crazy Oscar bets you had going on at, at the time about fucking smoking a bong full of piss um <laughs> fuck i don't remember the result yeah we that. forgot no. about that one shuddy you, yeah you, i haven't forgotten about it you you got it right yeah shuddy boy has to piss in a bong and then do a bong hit through it for picking wrong movies <laughs> <laughs> Fucking talk idiot. about talk about apt punishments at least <laughs> Aunt becky didn't have to do a bong hit through her own piss yeah, you're right. Yeah, she she must have the msph we're doubling, da- we're doubling down on uh on this year Oh, we can talk about that. She can remind me about that. Anyways, um, fuck. Voicemails, yay. This is a person speaking here. <laughs> I just wanted to say, um, keep on doing a good job. A great fucking job. You guys fucking rule. Thank you once again. And um, yeah, party on, Wayne. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks, Thanks Shelby. I really thought for a second... That story was going to, like, he was going to, uh, the twist in that story was going to be him getting a DUI while going to Dustiny Barra's oh. comedy show. <laughs> or I, I went to the parking lot and there was a cop and I just wanted to see Dustin. Then I ended up with a fucking DUI. I was like, you know what? I can give you Dustin's phone number. Maybe you can pay for your, uh, 
legal counsel. Is that a drawing of you in a whipped cream bikini on the wall behind you, Jeff? No. So the only two things that I have hanging is you remember, uh, I think still Puminati. I'm assuming still Puminati. Uh, the illustrator of Archer. Yeah. Uh, is a, is Puminati. And I believe the, the, the illustration or animation team over at Archer listens to our podcast. Either way, if you don't remember, he sent us like, uh, he sent me at least, or I think Kevin too, a picture of one of their characters, the, the chubby blonde girl, Pam wearing a, a whipped cream bikini and a whole bunch of the animation team signed it. Yeah. So I framed it and posted it again. Okay. I, it's not for show. I just had it over my desk and I just repositioned my desk because people kept getting in my mentions about my fucking bland ass serial killer walls. And I got that and uh, the meth Rogan thing that Kevin bought me a while back from this street artist called Hanksy, which A, is awesome because it's something I'm going to keep forever. And B, uh, every now and then it makes me feel bad about myself. And <laughs> what I mean by that is Kevin has bought me a few gifts over the years and it's like such a nice gesture and, and I'm not a good gift giver. I actually don't give gifts at all. And it's a big part of the reason, not big part, but definitely plays in played into my exit interview with my last relationship. I'm bad at giving gifts. And every now that I see that I'm reminded that you, my homie is good at it. You give, you gave, you gave Nachi it's Nachi's birthday and you gave her like Armageddon on Blu-ray. She opens yeah, it up. I she's get... like, oh, "Here," and hands it back to you. Oh, I mean, if Honestly, you don't want it, she she was gonna get the PS5 in Madden for this year, <laughs> uh, but we we broke up. Merry Christmas! <laughs> yeah, we got the uh, New York Giants 2011 Super Bowl DVD. Merry Christmas, <laughs> man! Uh, I don't know why no, but... his um, his voicemail reminded me, but like, so. Poop Slime Alley has been a little quiet lately. I think I mentioned how, you know, I got called down and they're installing more floodlights in my parking space and an intercom system so they can yell at people and potentially even a sprinkler system to scare people away. Uh, But it's, I don't know if it's maybe because it's a little chillier at night in LA that maybe people are going elsewhere, but Poop Slime Alley has been a little quiet I feel like Poop Slime Alley has slowly trickled into the building. Like, it's been infiltrated. Ooh. So I, that's a, I had another conspiracy theory that I was going to go with, but okay, you you, uh, you str- pull on this thread. We got... So, like, the, uh, the other night, I'm sitting... So, where I sit when I watch TV, I'm... My head's pretty close to my, you know, my front door. And I'm in, like, a little alcove area of the apartment complex. So sound can sometimes sort of pool in there. And if people are just having a conversation as they walk by or walk down the stairs, it just echoes and amplifies. So I hear everything. I swear to God, it sounded like a drunk Pauly Shore who's like, Hey, you left the fucking gate open. Someone stole my car. And I'm just waiting to hear the other end of the conversation. He's like, Hey, you fucking asshole. You left the fucking gate open. My car got stolen. I swear to God, it sounded like exactly like Pauly Shore. Now, I'm not saying Pauly Shore, he lives in Vegas. So there's no way he's in a Studio City apartment complex yelling about his car getting stolen. But I, I, was, I was waiting to hear. I'm like, oh, is there about to be a fucking brawl? Or are people about to flip out on each other? And nothing. So like a couple hours go by and I hear this guy, hey, 
Number 27, you fucking asshole. You, they stole my fucking car. And it's your fault. And I'm like, oh, is 27 going to respond? And this dude's just fucking flipping out all by himself, screaming about his car getting stolen. And then I'm hearing people, like, rapping outside my door, but, like, incoherent Oops, rapping. Oops, I'm coming back. Yeah. It's like, sir, the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> It's like, can we, can I put some fucking squirt guns outside my door? <laughs> I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like, okay. Like, I'm trying to watch Soul here, friend. Can you stop screaming about stolen cars? Right. You should have replied back to the apartment manager. Yeah, the sprinkler and the light system's all fine, but is there any way you can install a homeless prevention system, maybe? <laughs> like, like, great, you're giving them a fucking shower and a reading light? Awesome. Well, how about we... I don't know. Maybe deter them. Let's not let's not step up the amenities in Poop Slime Alley. How about that? Yeah. I don't know. My I theory love. was that maybe in Poop Slime Alley there's like a landlord, like a Lawrence Fishburne and John Wick three, and he just straight up like connected with them at the beginning of the month. It was like everyone's rent here in Poop Slime Alley just went up. Y'all you all pay me more money. And then they at first um, uh, you know, they're not protected by any of the the rental uh, policies that are being passed by our friends in D.C. and Sacramento. But, you know, maybe so maybe that's what happened. They're just like, hey, you're not going to pay the rent. I don't give a fuck about the pandemic. You're evicted from Poop Slime Alley. You're now super homeless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, give me that shopping cart. You're out. You get the fuck out of here. Dude, I'm t- like, so Poop Slime Alley j- doesn't just l- run the length of my apartment building. There's this is like a whole row of apartment buildings. There's like seven or eight of them, and the alley runs by all of them. And some of these guys have put gates in their buildings, so all these open parking spaces face Poop Slime Alley, which is where my car is parked. But I've noticed some of the other buildings installed gates, so it's also kind of a pain in the ass that like every time you're coming home or leaving, you have to you know unlock a padlock put some rickety gate up, drive out, and then shut the gate again. But we're not the only building that doesn't have them. So I've left before and been driving away and seen a crack dealer set up like a blanket on the trunk of somebody's car, just a random car in Poop Slime Alley, and just weighing crack out. Like I saw him with the little postage scale weighing crack nuggets while he's like selling to some dude. That might be the the landlord. Yeah. Lori, Lori Laughlin got more time than that guy would have. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I don't Think know. about that. Selling crack. I'm not what getting off Aunt this Becky Lori Laughlin got... thing. Yeah, you're... You got a crush on her, mine. don't you? I would eat her pussy and her asshole. Yeah. On the first you don't date. say. Aunt Becky's hot. Does anyone disagree? Her kid's hot. I would want to do one of those, you know, mom and stepdaughter videos. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough dick for the Laughlin's, though. I don't, you know, there's some minxes. <laughs> I know this isn't what you're uh, used to working with, but, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, maybe. You just sparked an idea, though, back to the homeless thing. A lot of these homeless oh, no. people have smartphones nowadays, and they get them through, like, I don't know, Metro PCS or, you know, whatever the ghetto smartphone provider is. I should ask Cheech. He probably has fucking, he has a ghetto ass smartphone. He doesn't even have like an Android or an iPhone. He has like a prepaid smartphone. 
because he is so fucking weird. But do you think like we, how do we market to the homeless person? I mean, obviously we're going to, they're going to have to skip around this episode because we haven't said probably we haven't used language. They're going to be excited about No, we're, so we're, we get triggered. We're, we're goofing on the homeless people that sell crack outside my, my, my door. And we're also entrepreneurs, if you will, making cases for rich people to not face any sort of consequences for their crimes. <laughs> I'm, yeah, we are snitching on really speaking small business. <laughs> you're snitching on poop slime alley, small business over here, motherfucker. Uh, well, all right. So let's while well, we can we can revisit this in future episodes. But I know that I know they could fucking stream us, and I want them listening. I want I want their downloads and their and their reviews. Kevin, we should have one of them on as a guest. Yeah. Kevin, just bring him inside. <laughs> Look for the most important one. <laughs> or dangle a microphone over your balcony. Just, just <laughs> ask all of them who's got a smartphone. Look for the one that has a smartphone. That's what we're looking I have, for. I have toyed with the idea of dangling a microphone over the balcony before. Like I, I really enjoyed it. He wasn't a homeless guy, but when, when that guy was like mad that his girlfriend liked some other dude's post on Instagram... And he would not shut the fuck up about it in Poop Slime Alley. Just this awful display of, of zero testosterone. Be like, well, why don't you care that it hurt me, man? I was like, oh. So I just put a Bluetooth speaker out on the balcony and played a fart montage from YouTube. And that shut his ass up quick. I will, you know what I bums will... me out is that guy gets so much more pussy than I do. So do the homeless people in Poop Slime Alley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it that's for sure. It only takes one pussy to pull ahead of Jeff no. Clark. <laughs> yeah, and I have chafed dick the whole 2020. <laughs> well, yeah, well, hey. I was, uh, I was peacocking to Lori Laughlin. and hopefully we go viral and she'll... Yeah. Or fingers crossed, huh? All right, well, hey, you know, that's it for 2020 for us. I feel good about next year, though. It's going to be our year. We're going to have a glow up. I'm feeling it. Unless Jeff fucking ruins it for us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm looking to impede any success we have. I wonder how many people are going to be angry about this episode. It went well. I mean, I said those, you know, I almost said bad things about the Mexican and Jews, but that was because the audience, they almost put me up to that. That wasn't me. I didn't. That wasn't what I was thinking. That they just, that you've been they've been calling you out for stuff you haven't been doing so much that you might as well just do it at this point. Oh, great, Puminati! Now the Mexicans and Jews are pissed. I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I hope things pick up for everybody. All the Puminati, <laughs> yeah. us, Aunt Becky, Poop Slime. We all need to level up in 2021, and I think it's coming. So thank you all for listening this year. Thank you for ending it for uh, you know a high note for us. You know MSPH got yeah. a, a nice needed boost towards the end, and that was awesome. Um, yes, got thank you everyone. A lot of good feedback from everybody, and people are loving the Patreon. It's uh, I feel like we pulled the nose up a little bit. Feel good. So thank you all. Thank you all to the new people, the old people, everybody who subscribed to the Patreon, and if you haven't. I strongly advise it, and that's not just because we're doing it. I feel like the the whole Patreon venture was iffy at the start, and uh, I'm I'm happy with how it turned out. I think we're putting really good shit out there, 
Um, I love that all the weird, wild shit we just try on a whim, we have a place to put it, and people seem to dig it. I feel like um, you know we're about to put out next week episode ten of Supermarket Queefs. We're about to we're gonna eventually run out of episodes of Supermarket Sweep to do commentary tracks for. But I feel like we found a cool thing we weren't doing before. So when we run out of that, we got to just keep trying shit. We'll find we're another Supermarket find Sweep. Something. Yep. I feel like is game shows are presumptive. Our what? So is it too presumptive of me to say future Emmy award winning supermarket queefs? Well, I don't think they give Emmys for podcasts, but if they start, we'll be the first one for sure. We just, we got it. Yeah. We might have to, after we might have to upload them with some sort of video. I'd so even venture to say that, Emmy. that supermarket queefs is will probably be the first podcast to get an EGOT. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what an EGOT is totally, but that sounds Emmy, fucking dope. Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. I'm starting to think we may have fucked ourselves by making it a paywall show. Like, if we had put Supermarket Queefs out as, like, a free iTunes podcast, it would probably have surpassed MSPH at this point. <laughs> Imagine. That would be... I would actually piss me off, I think. That would be very disappointing. Oh, I like, wait, they just fucking... want less of me and concentrated in one area? <laughs> I've just, just been watching Supermarket Sweep this whole time? God, Fucking oh. <laughs> yeah, and despite all the the fucking complaints that I had and whining I had uh, about like a couple of the new listeners, there's a there's a very few, and we've gotten so like so much overwhelming support. It's been fucking awesome. So just to kind of underline what you said, thanks to the Puminati. It's you know it's a bummer how we got here in some ways, but like it's been an awesome end of the year, and I can't wait to continue on moving forward to year. It'd be your 10th year, right? In Puminativille? Yeah. Technically my think, ninth coming. I think we might have crossed the 10-year mark. So. Yeah. And while we're on this subject, I just want to say that the first episode uh, of the new Jason Ellis show was awesome. It Thanks, was a lot man. of fun to listen to. I'm excited. Nutsack doesn't agree. Tomorrow. Uh, I, right, didn't, I didn't mind getting shot in the nutsack. It was worth it. Have a fun little launch thing. Here's the show. Yeah, how and a guy gets shot in the nutsack. I didn't After talk to you much about passed your... out in the hazmat suit. <laughs> oh yeah. Forgot about was that. Was it hot in there? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to pass out. It was not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Jason L show is out the, the podcast it's, it's on Google play iTunes or what Apple podcast now, Spotify and all those fucking stupid weird ones. That's the, that's no, that's the thing that's been bumming me out. People needling like, Oh, why isn't MSPH on Pod Toilet? I don't know, because it's on the fucking big ones. I don't know how to put it on Pod Toilet. There's like 5,000 <laughs> podcast apps. Why don't you just use a big one that everything is on, and then your problems are solved? But yeah, we either way. We're big shit. We don't put our shit in the little boutique fucking independent <laughs> movie theaters. We're on Spotify, dog. We're on Google. We're on Apple Podcasts. Heard of them? Have you heard of them? Yeah, check one of those out. But um, yeah, so Ella Show is there. Just search the Jason Ella Show. It's it's free. It's going to be once a week for now unless we blow up huge and Cast Media wants us doing more, but we can't do it without you guys. And if you're... I know we have a very big crossover. If you look at the Venn diagram of Puminati and Ellis Fam, there's only, there's only a, a, a little sliver of people that, that don't. We got a, a huge crossover, but for the people that have, you know, always just listened to MSPH and Jason Ellis Show was behind a, you know, pay subscription site... Now you can check it out for free. It's on YouTube. And I highly recommend it. 
Yeah, and um, episode two comes out this week, so <clears throat> check it out and rate, share, subscribe to both of us. Help both of us climb. If you haven't done MSPH and the Ellis Show, subscribe and rate both. It's a it's a huge help. Um, and our Patreon is patreon.com Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you haven't signed up yet, and don't it. forget YouTube and YouTube. Yes, YouTube. <laughs> like man, I'm subscribe. fucking. I'm about like to pass out. Getting through all the plugs. <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. And my Venmo is... No, I'm just kidding. At Jeff R. Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, Jeff's other podcast, Fade the Media. Be sure to check that out. And if you want to shoot us some emails, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Or you can leave some voicemails, yay, at 201-472-0139. Thank you all, everybody. Have a great new year. And until next time, ooh, something. You hear the dog snoring? I said it and she stopped. Not at the moment. I I thought I did for a second. I got, man, when, um, when I fired everything up, I always hear like a weird hum or interference noise very very low in the background which i've mentioned before and listeners are always like you're fucking crazy i'm not hearing it but uh this sounds crystal clear today i have no idea what happened but i'm i'm digging this meow 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 does it happen as you're connected with me no okay this light's it's like, really bothering me hang on it's before i even connect with you guys so i i hear it all at all times uh, when I'm recording my other podcasts, I would hear some like feedback on my end. I think it was always like just the different chords and or yeah, whatever that I had input catching feedback on one of one or uh, one of each other, or whatever. But I switched. Or I got a new computer for Christmas, so oh, fuck yeah, my shit is a little less. Is that what you're on right up. now? Yeah, dope MacBook. Yeah, well, yeah, MacBook Air. My uh, uh, Santa didn't have me on the naughty list. Hmm. Santa must have been distracted this year. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of shitheads he's got to give call to. Right, let's see here. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. Okay. I got a shout out a snack thing. Let me tell you. Easter egg or main show? Uh, well, it's it's related to Christmas dinner. Oh, cri- well, well, my then. Christmas my Christmas uh, menu. It's boner time. So I would probably say it's main show oriented. So I'm I'm. We'll talk about Christmas, your Christmas situation on the show because I have questions. Mine. Yes, yours. Because you said your mom is there, right? She is, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait for your questions. Well, that's all the information I need. No, I don't. I don't want. No, it. It's not a bad. No, no. I just like love that she preemptively sent Christmas cookies before her arrival. Well, 
she sent like a whole bunch of cookies and didn't want to like pack extra luggage for it. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I was going to ask you if was the reason because she didn't want to have to have a suit check a bag that was just food. Yeah. All right. So we talked about it on the Easter egg. We're good. I might come back up when I'm talking about my little Christmas Day menu and uh, spread, but yeah, she sent she sent her little Christmas package before flying here, so she didn't have to like carry extra luggage. Plus, I mean, she would have to come back with empty luggage, <laughs> which would have been pain in the ass. You know what I mean? So much fucking snacks. That's so much she spoiled us. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> I bad bastards. I cut the cheese like seven minutes ago, and it's still haunting me. <laughs> it's hanging yeah like a chad just <laughs> i don't know if you guys can this see level. like a little green cloud behind me oh fart cloud man i swear to god one time when i had my apartment when i was like 20 i came home from work one day and i swear to god my old roommate had farted so much i could see like smog in the air it was so bad. Like I walked in and it was like I walked in and hit my head on a pull-up bar. It was like ding. Oh. What the fuck? And he was lying stomach down, ass up. I'm like, "Is that the fucking culprit? Is that is that it right there?" He's like, "Oh, you can smell that, huh?" It's like, "God damn, dude." And it reeked for like another hour. It's like Paul after eating ice cream. My brother, my last brother's apartment was Way smaller than the one that we currently currently live in, and you could definitely like taste or feel fart in the air. Blows like, your if it was like, back. If it was Sunday, like during halftime of the four o'clock games, like there is, didn't you, you just you could, say you could cut through it last week or the week before that there was a constant smell of farts in your apartment because of you guys or the dog? Probably, yeah. There was so you're saying of... it was even worse before? Oh, oh, it was. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, you would kind of like you have to brace yourself when you walked into the room. Like, oh my god, it was like it was like the first time you. It was like the first time you drove into New York City. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, oh, it's a city. Jeff's like, like oh, well, what all is... right, fine. I'll, I'll put on my mask. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you walk in our apartment. It's just that's just the Clark's residence. That's what that smells like. I don't. You get used to it. It's fart, sweat, and potato chips. That's what it smells like. Oh, we're chilling in here. If any fucking COVID comes in, it's instantly killed. <laughs> Absolutely. We have bigger viruses in the air. That's the trick, Kevin. That's why I don't fucking wash my hands. That's the trick. I have things that kill the COVID. Yeah, I'll get fucking poop residue on my finger and then pick my nose. Keeps me healthy. Yeah. I fucking, I sprinkle botulism into my cereal. I don't give a fuck about COVID. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff's like the Oregon Trail rolled into one. Yeah, I'm a fucking carrier of all of them. And because of which, none of them affect me. That's an alpha for you guys. How often do I complain about my health? Never. It's always, it's always looking good. It's always looking good. Good point. I'll tell you what, though. My mother, I think I talked about this. My mother she was diagnosed as a pre-diabetic. She got a little, she got a little chubby. She got a little chubby. Looking uh, over, over your shoulder. She's in the other room. She got a little chubby over there, but she looks fucking great. Like right when she was diagnosed as a pre-diabetic, she went in like a hardcore diet and back to like how I knew her growing up, just mad thin. 
I'm fucking jealous because I put on all the weight she lost plus some. I am a fat fucker right now. You got to get some tips. Uh, not eating like a fat guy. That's that was. Yeah, to not eat all the tip. cookies she mails you. <laughs> right. Yeah. The beef jerky and blueberry almond butter and. You saw it all, right? Yeah. My brother, my brother over Sharon. I didn't want to put that <laughs> shit on social media. Son of a bitch. All right, you guys ready to fire this off? Let's do it. No shuddy boys on the clock. I think I got a new segment today. Oh, great. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 